his tips And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all of the years No one knows It's hard you worked But now it shows Everybody One shiny moment It's all on the line In one shining moment Anarchy, week 15, part two. Just kidding. Man, your stations. We have part two of week 15, Anarchy College Basketball. Let's jump right into it. I mean, I usually go in chronological order, but I would like to start off with this game. Start off with Tennessee upsetting the number one, the Alabama Crimson Tide, 59 to 58 or 68. So Tennessee, they at the end of the day, they just turned Alabama over. And guess who had fucking six of them? Of course, Jelly JQ off the bench manages to have half the team's turnovers. Not a surprise at all. Uh, yeah, I mean Tennessee. I think they saw Alabama on their schedule. They saw they had Javon Quinterly on their uh, team, and they're like, "Yep, we're gonna fucking wax these fools." And and then on the flip side, the other point guard had nine or eight assists, no turnovers. Yeah. So good for that. But I mean this was is must win for Tennessee. It almost felt like losing back to back games. Um buzzer beaters. Yeah. And you were like they were right behind Bama in the conference standings and they lose two like that. It just hurts. So this is like must win at home. And then then Josiah, Jordan James, three named James. Three named James, and baby. Ju- Julian Phillips both out. Still got the job done, which I don't like they're they're so deep as it is. So I mean I don't really Obviously, it hurts to miss those guys, but they're so deep as it is, so I don't think it really mattered too much at the end of the day. But this is the Tennessee that they can be, and this is the Tennessee that can go to the Final Four. They showed it. That's why they're in my box chocolates list, because when they're playing the best, they're probably the number one team in the nation. But you never know what you're going to get out of them. So. But I have money line, so easy pick. You know they're always going to play defense. It's just whether their offense is going to play mediocre or not. That's all it needs. It's just, it just has to be average, and they'll be fine. Yeah, to end this game off. Alright, the next game. Miami came to North Carolina, beat them 80-72. Kind of a rat line. They still took care of business. What is it all about? Um, all right, my breakdown of the game. So Jordan Miller, he's physically big, and he plays a big role for the U. Uh, in an interview with John Rossing, their head coach, Jim Larinaga, he explained how he's going to get him like very involved in this game, and sure shit, he did, 24 points. I mean, he's a six foot seven guard, and he's a mixed match for so many different players. He's super underrated when talking about this Miami team. I mean, considering that we mainly talk about Wong and uh, Nigel Pack, yeah, he's a great player. Miami is looking great right now. Um, yeah, it's a big win. Yeah, he does it like gets in the paint, does his little pump fake spin baseline thing. It works every single time. It's so quick compared to, like the guy for the guys that like guard him. But I mean, UNC like at home, like Joey thought they were gonna start rolling here, and yeah, ab- absolute opposite. I mean, obviously Miami's a good team, but 
I, I think Miami is the best team in the ACC. I think they're better in Virginia, but damn, I think they can be. But yeah, I mean, I think that I I just like their start. Their starting five is so good. Uh, they, like they got the guys that don't score, like the three guards score. Then those two bigs are good defenders. Like they're probably really good rebounders too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like they're just like Pop, physical. Pop is like six. He's not as big as Jordan Miller, but he is their big guy. And Vill, do you know North Carolina and Villanova have zero? Quad one wins. That's just hilarious. Yeah, it's that's insane for North Carolina. Like starting o- number one overall. Yeah, and you have zero bugs. quad one wins. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot. How did zero. I forget about that? Number one team in the nation coming into the year. There's like six power five teams that don't have a quad one win. And it's Cal Cal basketball. They're horrible. Right. <laughs> they just got forty balled last night, I think, again. Villanova, North Carolina, Louisville, Oregon State, and Georgia. Shout out Louisville. They so, almost beat uh Virginia this weekend. It's, it's just this crazy. Week. Um how bad North Carolina is that and right now I think bracketology as of today was uh UNC and Kentucky playing a play in game. Yeah. How awesome that would, would that be electric. And then they that would play they'd play Iowa. Oh that's good. what it was. That was good. pretty I, it, it changes every day, but like I mean, UNC, I don't think UNC is going to even get in. No, there's no shot they get in. They're so bad. They're 16 and 10, and they can't win a fucking game to save their life. What's their schedule looking like? I don't know. Uh, I'll look, but they're like, they're so bad. They got, they're at NC State, at Notre Dame, home against Virginia, at Florida State, and home against Duke. It's not an easy schedule. They got to beat fucking Virginia, NC State. And Duke, if they want to get in, they almost have to win. I mean, they could they could make a little run in their tournament. and That'd be fine. Like they they could go two and three in the next five, and then win and not even and probably get to like semifinals or championship of the ACC, and probably still maybe get in. But it's gonna be hard. Oh, uh, the next yeah. game, Texas got upset by Texas Tech, seventy four to sixty seven. Hey Patrick, what am I now? Uh, stupid. No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, Texas Tech, I don't think they're, like, as bad as we think they're they are. They're starting to play good. But when they're at home, like, versus Texas especially, chalk it up. I mean, they they contain Texas bench, which is huge, and Timmy Allen. Timmy Allen was, like, non-existent. Um, then in Tyrese Hunter's last seven, he's scored over 10 only once. I mean, it's not like he's, like, a pure scorer, you know, but – in any other stat, he's not given a helping hand. So, I don't know. It's just him compared to last year's, like, nine day, I feel like. Yeah, I think he went freshman of the year last year. And, like, his numbers obviously went down. But that also, I mean, Iowa State, he was probably their number two. Option. Played a way bigger role, yeah. Yeah, and now he's probably, like, number three, four most of the time. Yeah, depending yeah. on the night. He... Right. I mean, you're always behind Marcus Carr, obviously, and then still, like, Timmy Allen and, like, Serge Barry and even Bishop are probably ahead of him, too. So, I mean, yeah, it's a different role, but I think he still plays good defense because he's a big physical point guard, so, like, he can size up against any point guard really in the country, I think. But, um, I mean, Texas Tech, I don't think is as bad as you think. They're not good, but them at home is, like, a different animal. They going into the season, they're twenty nine all at home, I think, or something. Yeah, that environment under, uh, they have there is absolutely electric. Yeah, under Mark Adams, they're like twenty nine all at home. So that was going into this year, they lost a few, but no, they're they're playing better, but they're still not like a good team. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. You bet on this one? No, but I was going to. <laughs> I don't. I don't like watching Texas play. Besides, I'm sure Virus is helping. 
<laughs> That's it. And I don't yeah. give a fuck about Texas Tech. Chris Beard. Yeah, Chris Beard's back. Um, Chargers got dropped. Well, he's not back. He's back, not back coaching, but, but he's he, not in jail. Right. Yeah, so, I mean. He's back. After, like, his statement and everything, I imagine he'll coach basketball, like, hoops again. But, yeah, he will. I mean, it'll Someone take him. It, yeah, there'll be, like, some desperate organization who's like, fuck it. We'll just hire him, and they'll be good. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, if you're, like, a blue buddy, you'd be like, who cares? I don't give a shit about off-court. Yeah, I mean, let's say Kentucky got rid of Calipari. I feel like Kentucky fans wouldn't give a shit what his past is. They don't, no. I mean, Coach Cal had his own baggage going into uh, Kentucky, I think. Yeah, yeah. recruiting and shit. But not, recruiting's different than. Right, yeah, 100%, yeah. 100%. Everyone everyone gets in trouble with recruiting. (laughs) I mean, that's how you win, so. Yeah. Uh, Creighton. They lose their winning streak to number 24, Providence, at the dunk in double OT. Uh, Providence pink out versus the hottest team in the Big East, uh, child please. Their guard, Devin Carter, career game, he did literally everything for the Friars, especially down the stretch. Um, that being said, though, I'm not like too worried about Creighton. Nemhard played extremely well, but as a team, they had so many f- wide-open three-pointers in this game, they just missed them. And, I, th- I mean, obviously, if they could have hit a couple of them shots – that's all the difference that it would make for them to win this game. So, um, yeah, just really hard environment to play in. Yeah, I mean, I still really like Creighton, but yeah, going to Providence on a pink out, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever lose that game. The announcer ever. said that Ed Cooley, like when he first got hired there, he would have like these like drink tickets for fans, so like they would get all Whoa, boozed up, sick. and I think he did it in this game. Oh yeah, I mean this place. The place is rocking for. They're those showing. Outs. They're like showing the student section, and literally every student had some kind of beer in there. They head. all. They always do though in those yeah. Big East games. It's weird because every time they show private student section, they're all drinking, which is awesome. I mean that's how you get crazy. Uh but yeah, I, I don't take anything. Not creating at all. I mean, going to Providence is hard as it is, and especially when you're going to pink out and you're kind of on the like. They're just a good Providence is a good team still. It's yeah. like they went to a. Shitty team, but I mean the top top of the Big East is down the stretch here is going to be so so close. I mean I think they're all like eleven and four, twelve and three, something like that. Marquette, Providence, it's going to be fucking Korean. awesome. It's going to be a a war down the stretch for this conference. Yeah, it's it's Marquette's thirteen and three, uh, Xavier's eleven and four, Providence eleven and four, Creighton eleven and four. So I mean they're all right there right. with each other. How do you play a double overtime game and your number one guy from the bench plays seven minutes? It's because Creighton, dude. That's crazy. That's, That's fucking wild. They went in the double OT. None of them players looked tired. Like I thought, Providence looked. Good, so yeah. I thought Providence looked more tired than they did. And um, but yeah, they still ended up losing. But yeah, I this game could not have been closer. It was like two point game after the first quarter, and there was a one point difference second quarter. Wasn't there like 18 ties, like 16 lead changes? Like there was so, so many. It was just a. Yeah, you just look at like quarter one, quarter two. Yeah, it was just back and forth the whole entire game. And then second overtime, it was just 10 to 2. Was the largest lead six points by uh, Providence? It was. Creighton was 13 to 7. Creighton was up 13 to 7 at one point, and then largest lead by Providence was the the final score. Yeah. Final score was largest lead by Providence. So it never got with it. It never got to double digits. Yeah. 
Uh, next game, number 23, NC State, upset at Syracuse in the Carrier Dome, 75-72. to 72. Uh, Tracroyd Vivian Smith didn't score 20, so that's what I kind of figured what happened in this game. Yeah, I mean, they, they if they don't get any enough from their backcourt, they're just not good. Like, Joyner and Smith got to pretty much put 15-20 every night, and that's pretty much the recipe for success for NC State. I don't. I think come tournament time, I'm not huge on NC State. I don't no. know. I mean, they only got the two guys. They got a good big kind. I mean, he's big, but he's fat, is what he is. Yeah, and yeah. so and, <laughs> and it's not like good. no, he's a good player. You could sniff this right. one out too, going to Syracuse. I had Syracuse because I mean, at home and they're favored. Yeah, gotta take them. But no, I. NC State, I think, is like eight nine right now. Probably end with eight nine ten. So I mean, I, they'll probably. I can see him getting the bounce like right away. Syracuse is my team. It was an easy bet. Yeah, they're not gonna make the tournament though. That doesn't matter when they do. That two three zone, don't don't sleep on it. Lots <laughs> well, of they win the Big East or the fucking ACC. I said they were gonna win it last year when they had the Bayheims there, but Bayheim decided to punch someone in the fucking gut. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fucking, it's this, you know. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, next game, Kansas beats Oklahoma State and the Rat Line on the road by eleven points. I mean, Grady Dick is so good at unfazed. He's like a Roman swipe. Yeah, he uses it big three after big three. In this yeah, game. he's big fucking awesome. Shot. And it was like a, he only shot like he's efficient too. He shot more threes than he did twos. It's not like he was like taking a bunch of shots. He just got a nil deal with uh, uh was it uh, car wash, car wash company? It's kind of badass. He's, yeah, he's a monster. We loved it. Have you seen the video? Have you seen the video of him and McCuller playing like the drums? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. So just having funny. having some fun. Uh, no, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, if they get if they can get this out of Gray Dick every night, it's obviously awesome. Good Jalen Will- Come tournament time, I guarantee Jalen Wilson's going to have himself a tournament. <laughs> I mean, like he's done it, he's done it before. So I think he's just going to come out swinging, just balls out. He's going to ball out chemical. Like that's what that's I know. I kind of said stuff about Kansas. How like I don't really trust him in tournament just because like they don't have the big, but they got so much experience in the tournament. Like Kevin McCuller made a run last year. Uh, Dewan Harrison and Jim Wilson both won it. I mean, KJ Adams on that team. Yes, who was on that team? That but they're all on that team. So and then McCullough was on another team who almost got to the like Elite Eight. So they just got so much experience. And obviously, Bill Self has more experience than anyone, pretty much. So I mean, don't count them out. I just think it might get them. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just end up making a huge run just because they have so much experience. Oh yeah, right there. Uh, I agree. Oklahoma yeah. follows the Big 12 trend of upsetting their conference opponents at home versus Kansas State 79 to 65. Boomer Sooner, their twins, Luke brought them both. Uh, Noel, he had a bad shooting night, and Kansas State got in foul trouble. So I think that's pretty much the story of this game. Like, um, I don't know. Like, Coin, you're obviously way higher in Kansas State than we are. But, like, when they get into a game like this where they're in that much foul trouble, Noel's not shooting good. I think they could just lose, like, anybody in the uh, Big 12. Yeah, they – oh, yeah, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> they dropped four of the last five, like, in conference. 
They're not. I don't know because they, they haven't gotten anything. Marquis Noel has not been the same. Marquis Noel, as of late, I mean, 14, 18, 18, 10. So I like he was dropping thirty, right? Like consistently, like thirty and ten, and shooting like really high percentage. Like lately, from three, two of nine, one of ten, three of seven, oh five, three of 11. like he's not shooting very good from three either. If he shoots out of it though, yeah, right. That's the thing. Like if he ends up getting out of the slump, they're gonna be like they're gonna keep dropping in the rankings, get to like five. Six seed and they're they and they get hot again like they're gonna be scary 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 team but I I don't know I just don't I we said it too I don't really like them because they just don't play defense and if they so they're not hitting their shots they're just not gonna be good and it's not like they have like stars on offense where it's like you can just completely rely, rely on that like kind of like an Arizona like Xavier type thing they only got about two guys that they're putting their whole pretty much fate on is two guys to score the ball and if they don't they're kind of screwed. I still fuck with them heavy. Heavy. They're just because of the, just because they have two guards that can score the fucking rock. I mean, it's if you count like like Kante's kind of a guard, but yeah, it's just like their guard. I only have root for defense team, so I need to pick a team that plays offense. So I pick them. I don't know. They just they're seven and six now in the conference. Like crazy, how much they they've fallen off. They were seven and they were like in contention, weren't they? When we were talking like about seven, that one episode. Two, they were seven and four, and then they lost. They lost to TCU. I think it was when we like it was around that time, or no, it was around the Texas game. So yeah, they were six and three, and they had this stretch coming up, and they lost yeah. three of them. So now they're basically out of it. It's tough. Okay, the next game, Marquette. They fight back and beat Xavier, sixty-nine to sixty-eight. Nice, and uh, Marquette. Nice. They're they're uh, standing at the top of the Big East. They hold their crown. That's a huge fucking win for them. And, uh, I mean, yeah, boom, shakalaka. Stand at the top. I just love that. I uh, love Marquette, obviously. Being Xavier's big time. Was Nunji out this game, though? I think he uh, was. I don't know. Oh, did, was he out? No, I thought he played. Oh, he was out. What game did he? No, he played. Yeah, he has to say. I thought he oh, played. Yeah. yeah, I I remember seeing him. But they got a favorable schedule, too. They only got four games left, and. They go to Creighton, which is going to be tough. Like, you can drop that one, maybe, if they were to beat them once, I think. Did they beat Did they play Creighton? Yeah, they beat them once. So, you can maybe drop that one. Then you have DePaul at home at Buffalo oh. and then home against St. John's. So, like, they have, a, they have a really favorable schedule to end the year. So, it means it's, it's theirs to lose right now. And it's all it's in their hands. Yeah, it's theirs to lose, and we'll see. But that's just I thought it was at home. Like, that's a loss. <laughs> it's like... Like, you always say the Big 12, like, at home is, like, so good. But if you take these top, like, five teams or four teams, however many it is, um, top four teams, you put any of them at one of each other, they're, the home team's going to win. Yep. Nine times out of ten. Yep. 100%. Like, they were, down, 100%. They, they were down big to start this game. They just come back and won. So, it's no matter what. If you Providence, Xavier, Creighton, Marquette, just take the home team. They will win 95, 98% of the time. And usually the home team covers too. Exactly, it's like they're gonna get it done every single, just about yeah, because it'll, it'll come in and it'll be like three or four, and they're all tight games, or it's like one for the underdog playing against the higher ranked team. Yeah, it's like I, one thing I just love about Big East, like they score a lot, but they also can like they also defend too. Like it's weird to like how that works, but like the Big Twelve is just like defense, defense, defense. Uh, you got some conference like SEC is like a lot of offense. It's just Big East like. Does real, they score a ton of points, but yet they still 
play pretty good defense. Uh, it's like weird dynamic. It's like good basketball. It's awesome basketball to watch. Big East basketball. Nice. I love it. Big East is my favorite conference. Uh, Tyler Kolick, 15, 7, and 5. It's a typical stat line on a guy like that. Uh, next game, Northwestern beats Indiana for their second-ranked Big Ten matchup in a row. I mean, how the fuck did that happen? They beat Providence, turn around, and beat Indiana, the two best teams in the Big, or in the Big Ten. Like, that's just fucking insane. Northwestern. They, they're, like, two games behind, like, Purdue right now, I think. They're they're ten five produced twelve and four so like they they haven't played as many games, but they're right behind them like they can almost win this conference it's crazy if you people there's probably people out there that put like future on Purdue when they were like way ahead they're like okay this is your free money you just get a couple bucks out of this and now here they kind of start creeping up Northwestern does ah uh, but Northwestern not bad what they're not even that bad of a team everybody's like making they're it like a big deal nineteen and seven. They're 19 and 7. If you look at their losses, it's to Auburn in the beginning of the year. Okay. Pitt, they got waxed by Pitt, but Pitt's not terrible. terrible. Ohio State, that's a bad loss. But like Rutgers, Michigan, Iowa, and Michigan. I think Ohio State at the time, too, wasn't even that bad. Yeah, it was early January. They beat Nebraska on the road. There you go. Yeah, but they lost like, to Michigan twice. Yeah, but like Michigan, like. Obviously, Michigan sucks, but they're not like a terrible team. Yeah, they are. Okay, they, they Michigan. Just, Michigan is a they terrible lose a, team. A ton of like close games, though, don't they? Michigan. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they do, but they, yeah. they're 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 bad. Um, no, and no, I hate it. Oh, go ahead. Look, Mikey Over was saying it. He was like, they just like the number one team in the nation is just fucking lost to Northwestern. Like this year sucks for college basketball. I'm like Northwestern's nineteen and seven. No, and it's crazy because they lost their two best players from last year. P- yeah, it's P- like Manson they're not around. bad. They're not like a terrible team. No, it's crazy what they're doing. Northwest and Northwestern does this every once in a while. They like, randomly have a good. They had, they had not. I don't know what year it was. Not too long ago, like tournament, they were like ranked like they're like a six seven seed in the tournament. Like, they just have these random years where they're just good. I think they won the Big Ten tournament. I could be wrong, but it's weird. They just come out of nowhere when you least expect it. They're like, oh, they're good now. There's like when they're supposed to be like decent, they just suck. It's so weird. Well, I'm fully convinced that Indiana just kind of blows dick on offense. But yeah, I, I we uh, we kind of like said it all year. Like, what do they have outside Trace Jackson Davis? Yeah, I mean Jalen Hutchfino will show up sometimes. Yeah, he's solid. He'll get like maybe he'll get you like fifteen, ten, yeah. But outside Trace Jackson Davis, like I don't know, I don't really know what they have. They suck. I just don't think they're good. They got hot, but I don't care. Then uh, our last game, Iowa State beats TCU 70-59 to in Hilton. I mean, it's just the same thing over and over again when we talk about uh, TCU. They just don't have their best player. But still, I mean, I don't think they would have beaten Iowa State anyway at home. But, I mean, yeah. c- Coons or whatever, fucking coming out of nowhere, driving 22, that really helps. He still has a dumb face. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I, mean, I fuck. Big Locker. congrats, Iowa State. Like, you beat a what, banged what up team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's like whatever. Yeah, it was a good win. I mean, the each game you should win. Yeah, if you don't, don't it's like don't Jesus really Christ. Yeah, you should win it. You're they're down some guys, and 
whatever. You're at home um, where you haven't lost yet. Well, yeah, they have. They have. You're right. Yeah. Um, I want. I want to talk about. Like barely. What? I want to talk about a game. Go ahead. Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin. That's <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like what? What, happened, what, what are you doing, Hunter Dickinson? <laughs> yeah, I know. I I saw Sweetie. that. I saw that on Instagram. What a clown! <laughs> I saw it on Instagram and I threw it up on her story. Then Luke made a TikTok about it. Go check that out. What but, a um, clown! Yeah, he's he's. This is what he said. I fucking. He said he wore a ski mask to the Kohl Center because he said Michigan was going to steal a win versus Wisconsin. Steal a win and then versus he said, Wisconsin. He said it on his podcast. He said that it was in the works for a while. Like that. That's what. That's how creative that was. Then you fucking lose. And he. He does steal. Lose. They didn't just. And first of all, Wisconsin's not good this year. No. Either. And they. He had twelve points. And Wisconsin, they have one seven footer, but he's not like a seven footer, like big guy necessarily. I forget. It's like Crow, Crow, Crowell. Like he's not that good. <laughs> 12 points against Wisconsin. And you're talking all this shit. And I said it in the TikTok too. It's been all year. He said it. He's been talking all year, and they are not going to make the tournament. They have a someone. I think Dukes was. He, had, he like did a private interview, or like a separate interview with someone, and he said, What are the chances that make the tournament? Like, they have to go five and one in their next six and make a run in the tournament. They don't have to win their tournament, but and then you look at their remaining schedule, and it's like it's pretty tough. I'm pretty sure. Okay, oh, it's just not gonna load for me. That's fine. This is um, the fucking game. Yeah, it's it's this is the game. Where... There you go, Logan. This is the game, right? Where Michigan or Wisconsin didn't like score the last ten minutes and they still won. <laughs> is it? That it might be. Yeah, it is. It is this game. Yeah, it is this game. Yeah, Wisconsin with nine forty nine left. No wait, wait, I can't really I think find it. I, no, I think find. you're right because I mean the score is 60, 64. I'll find it, but but anyway, Michigan. Their remains. They they play Michigan State again at home, but and then they go to Rutgers, home against Wisconsin again, at Illinois, at Indiana. You tell me, you, at Rutgers, at Illinois, and at Indiana. Yes, you tell me. You tell me a world, and they got a rivalry against Michigan State at home, but still rivalry game. You tell me where they go five and one in that stretch. Not a fucking chance. They're sixteen and five, fifteen right now. They're terrible, or they're projected to go. They're fourteen and twelve. They are horrible. And um, and then another thing, some guy said Jed Howard is wearing a free Juwan T-shirt. They're like he, Juwan Howard's a joke. Yeah, like, he has no like. I don't like no. I not respect. He just doesn't care. I guess about like a culture at all. Like he just kind of lets his players do whatever. Like Hunter Dickinson going on this podcast. Like I, I don't give a shit if you have a podcast, but like talking shit every single game, pretty much about. The team no, you're I wanted to bring that up. Our, I just like our college basketball podcast way more than the other ones. The CBS guys, they talk about shit that really for like ten minutes. They'll talk about shit that's actually like relevant or matters. Then they just go off. These guys talk about. Like Barcelona, and they talk about Michigan literally from the beginning of the podcast to the end of it. And then, uh, I mean, Rossine, he only interviews his coach, so he doesn't really like go over games. But yeah, I don't know. It's pretty fucking dumb. Oh, and huge rivalry game, too. Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, Greg Gard. Yeah, I think that's why he wore the free Joan thing. It's like. Who cares? Like, don't slap a fucking don't coach. Don't slap a coach. Yeah, what? <laughs> Face my the, yeah, there's no fucking free him. You spanked a coach in his fucking ball head. <laughs> yeah, it's like, gee, like Michigan, and there's no reason Michigan should be this bad. 
like at all. Like you have a lottery pick with Jed Howard, and you have apparently a really good center that was like top five center, but he's not. He's horrible this year. And then they got some transfers and stuff. They're just horrible. It just makes no sense. I don't think Juwan Howard. We thought Juwan Howard was a good coach the last two years. He's not. The only the best year he had was was not his recruiting class. Oh, Hunter Dickinson. Those that were his, not right? his. I don't think so. No. So how? What year was it when what's his name? Uh, Beeline was done. It was. It was the year when they had um, Xavier Simpson. Um, they still had uh, Zay Livers, Teskey. Like they had all these guys. And none of like Eli Brooks, those were not his guy. Like Beeline coached and they went unbelievable. They went to the Sweet Sixteen. They ended up thirty and seven. He had all these guys, Xavier Simpson, Teske, Isaiah Livers, Jordan Poole was on team, all these guys. And then Um and then he then uh Juwan Howard comes in the next year. Pretty much basically the same team. They lose uh Zabrinkis or whatever, and they go nineteen and twelve, like he just he hasn't had that was their best year he had didn't make the tournament or that was the year they didn't have a tournament then he had a really good year again still having the guys that uh, Beeline recruited so Brandon Johns was on there he was a uh, Eli Brooks it's just not his team like that he was found, that he won with I found the stat Michigan's last field goal was made at the ten forty seven mark in the second half. <laughs> They had free throws and stuff, but the last field goal was ten forty seven. That's insane. That's like fucking ten minutes of not even putting the ball in the fucking hoop, and they still win by five. Well, to wow. just a few more games. I just want to shout out to recap the week. Gonzaga going to Loyola Marymount revenge game beats them one hundred and eight to sixty five. Just fucking completely embarrassed them. Told them to hold their nuts. Like we're not. Yeah, they said lost to him last time. Yeah. Because uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Strother, I think, went off, didn't he? Yeah, 30. Yeah, Strother, 30. Six of eight from three. The guards showed up a little bit. Look what happens. It was over from the beginning, too. Like, that game was toast from the beginning. Look at the fucking line on Ken Palm. It's directly on the top of the screen. Oh, the whole entire time. Then uh, shout out, shout out Iowa for just lighting it up. Versus Ohio State, hitting the over, keeping my curse alive. Ohio State blows. Um, yeah, that was awesome. I didn't bet on the game on purpose because we have a mutual curse going on where I can't bet on on Ohio State. So I cheered for Iowa and didn't bet on the game. Sadly, yeah. I but I mean, Ohio State is a joke. Holtman is like this. This team is so talented. Like you have. You have three guys on the or two guys on the bench, three guys on the bench that probably could almost be starting a lot of places with like I mean Tanner Holden's okay, but even Akpar is good. Sean McNeil, like Keekly, it's like, and they're thir- three and twelve in conference. It's unbelievable. But Iowa, Jack did ask me yesterday. He said, "Who do you think Iowa's like, or if you had to rank their five best players, and you could go any way?" I feel like Chris Murray's obviously their number one. Yeah. And then I went, I said Rabracha two, um, Perkins three. I said Connor McCaffrey's four. I think Connor McCaffrey's so underrated for Iowa. He just does everything. Yeah. And then Pat right behind him. I don't know. You go, you go any way you want with Iowa's, I think. I mean, Stanford on any given night. Stanford. Yeah, I always, that's something I've had. And yeah, I, I just like Connor McCaffrey last night, 13 assists, no turnovers. 
What a what a stat line. Six six rebounds, seven points. So he's he's actually unbelievable what he does for Iowa. All right, upcoming games. Yeah. Let me see how much time we have on uh, the Zoom. All right, we have six minutes. Quick. All right, first game, Illinois at Indiana. I don't like Indiana, but it's going to be so fucking hard for Illinois to come into Indiana's home floor and beat them on it. So I'm going to take Indiana coming off a loss, too. Give me Indiana. Indiana. Uh, Next game, Tennessee versus Kentucky. This is pretty fucking easy. Give me uh, Rocky Top. Why are you going away from your team? Because Kentucky blows wieners. They beat them already once. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen again. Lightning's not going to strike twice. Tennessee. You can't win the lottery twice. Tennessee. (laughs) Tennessee, motherfucker. Rocky Top. Oh, you did pick Tennessee? Yeah. (laughs) Earthquake. Battle of the checkerboard. I think Kentucky started it first, by the way. I looked it up one time. Probably. Uh, Iowa State at Kansas State. I'm just going to fade Iowa State on the road. Give me Kansas State. Yeah, same. Fuck yeah, Kansas Enough said. (laughs) Um, Oklahoma State at TCU. Oklahoma State's actually pretty good. Yeah, they're playing well. I mean, it's a Big 12 game at home. I'll just rely on that. I'll take – let's get horny. I'm going to take TCU. Like, Lampkin's coming back kind of – I mean, I don't know the miles yet, but – they're getting healthier. TCU. Um, Oklahoma at Texas, Red River rivalry, Red River shootout. Give me Texas. Yeah, horns. Red River shootout, take the over. Two very hey, we, poised come off. Come on, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. Come on. We can't say shootout. Shouldn't be saying that. Come on, guys. What? We can't say shootout come anymore. On. It's fucked up. Why? Cause oh, my bad. My fault. Um, that's um, Red River rivalry. Red River rivalry. Uh, at Texas, Logan, say it Texas. ten times fast. Red River rivalry. 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 <laughs> Red River rivalry. What are we getting by the web with a rivalry? <laughs> uh, Wake Forest at Miami. Give me Miami. Wake Forest. Turn that shit off. Turn that shit off. <laughs> give me, give me Miami. <laughs> what are you saying, Coin? We're partying in here. It's all about the Okay. Oh my god, you're partying in here. That all? No. Oh. Baylor at Kansas. What a game. Baylor. Give me the Bears. Give me the Bears. You know what's funny? Last night I had a nightmare that Kansas beat the shit out of us, and none of my nightmares are true, so we're gonna lose. <laughs> Never been I'm not on a dream, kidding. by the way. I'm not even kidding. No, I, I don't. No, remember college football? It never worked for me. No, college football. I came down here, Logan, and I go, it was like, I go, guys, I just had a dream. Mississippi State beat the shit out of Illinois in the bowl game. Put it in. Thought they played that day. They played next the next week. I'm like, trust That's me. That's why no. you took that and bet? It won. It was for, it was Mike Leach bet, dude. You had to bet it. <laughs> yeah, Anyone that bet Illinois, you're a scumbag. Yeah, that is. Fair. I had a nightmare, though, Luke, of Kansas beating the piss and like, Keontae George had the worst game of his career, and that's not going to happen. Right. I'm putting $100 on Baylor Moneyline. Uh, Providence, no, or Villanova is going to Providence. Providence on a Saturday night. They're, this crowd's going to be fucking hammered. Give me Providence. Yeah. Don't do it, Luke. Villanova's covering. Yeah. Villanova's winning. Villanova's winning. Outright. Villanova's winning. 
There's one team that's going to be Providence at It's going to be Villanova. Don't let us get hot. Uh, BYU at St. Mary's. Um, what's it called? Mormons versus Catholics. Give St. me the Mary's. Catholics. Yep. Who was it? BYU at St. Mary's. St. Mary's. All right. Then Sunday's games. Ohio State at Purdue, of course. No, Joey White. <laughs> this isn't a spot. I swear, Purdue always plays at home on Sundays, too. Yeah. They just Purdue. play on Sunday. Uh, North Carolina at NC State. I'm going to take NC State. NC State. I'm going to go North Carolina. I like that pick. Um, then Memphis at Houston. Obviously, Houston. What a but game. I think I think uh, that'll be a pretty interesting game. Beat down. Memphis. Beat down. Houston. Memphis. Fuck out of here. If we're still ranked two, I'm scared. Memphis. All right. Any You're- final words? Um, Logan, you know Wake Forest baseball is ranked top ten? Yeah, I have a future on it already. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I told Bryce to put it in. Shout out Beast. Opening day today for college baseball. All right. Well, I really got a shit, and I got to go to class in an hour and post this podcast before. So um, thank you for listening. And as always, take her easy. Take it hard. Take me to the home. My favorite play is the alley. Ooh, I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. 